The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the 100th episode of The Awakened Soul. This one is a celebration. Um, we got the unruly creatives in the building, so you know that means Avery and BJ are here also. And just over the course of this episode, we are really just celebrating you guys. It's not just a celebration of the fact that we made it to 100 episodes, but it's a celebration of the support um, that my listeners give. I always say I have the best listenership in all the podcasting. And I mean that because you guys not only interact, you hold me accountable. You guys keep the conversation going. Um, and I, I, I like to brag because in some cases, I don't really even have to promote. You guys do that for me. And that just goes and shows what this podcast has done and the movement that it's been. Um, we also got listed as one of the podcasts to watch out for in 2019 we had a blogger who uh, posted us to their website as well just talking about what they what the podcast means to and what they've gotten out of it and that's as much as for you guys as it is for for as it is for this podcast and me so uh without further ado we're gonna go ahead and get into it uh it's unruly creatives episode so you guys already know what to expect it's amazing deep conversation we talk about everything between uh predatory older women on younger men um and also you know just Life in general. So this is the Unruly Creatives 3, also episode 100 of The Awakened Soul. I'll see you guys after this. AJ, take it away. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Check me out. Look. Y'all know that I had um just recently put that flyer out looking for women to um like come forward and talk about their experiences. Now mm-hmm. I never really said what I was doing with the conversation. I just asked you were you interested? And luckily for me, about twenty people came forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say about five or six are actually podcasters, but the rest of them are just like bystanders. But this mm-hmm. one lady. She sent me an email without even knowing what I'm asking for. And she immediately asked me, she's like, what's the point of a man wanting to know what a woman is going through if he ain't going to change? Ooh. Right? Keep in mind, I'm going to reiterate, I never said <laughs> what I was asking for when I initially put the flyer out. I just asked you, were you interested and having a discussion. And if you are, reach out to me and I will explain to you in detail what I'm asking for. She like, what's the purpose of telling a man what we've been through 
and y'all don't even change. I'm so sick of niggas thinking that because they want to talk about women in, you know, objective ways and all of these different things that she was kind of just like on her little rant. But she finally gets to the tail end of what she had to say. And her question was, no, it wasn't even a question. It was actually a statement. She said, usually the man that stands before women trying to advocate and be an ally is typically a womanizer him damn self. Right? Now, I'm sitting here reading this, and I'm irritated, right? <laughs> okay. I'm irritated. And initially, I thought about me and you, to be honest. I thought about me and you. We just had this conversation of men prioritizing themselves. And in this, I'm thinking to myself, like, I know I stand by what I say. I don't even say I done fucked up a couple of times by women. I don't put this out here. I know bro has said there's some things that we have to unlearn and learn. So my question to you personally is as a man, how does it feel to practice what you preaching just for a woman to still not believe in your message simply because of her experiences, not because of what you've done to her? Like, how do you deal with that? I think in that, like with stuff like that, it's you have to realize that it's more about what they've been through than it is anything about you. The woman probably doesn't know, hasn't listened to your podcast, doesn't know your platform, doesn't know the things and positive positivity that you speak for both sexes. Um, so in a case like that, I really just think that she's like, that's one of them situations where you really just have to look and be like, who hurt you? And just let her spew it off, bro. Exactly. Like, exactly. for real, because that's all that that's about, really. But you know what the problem that I'm having with this conversation is, is merely based on her experiences that she hasn't even taken accountability for. Why is it what he put you through instead of what you chose? Because that is a case. Like, don't put it out here that men are just sabotaging you. That's not always the case. It can be that you're allowing a man of a certain type to make you comfortable enough to lose yourself. Don't take it out on us just because you experienced these things. That was actually the purpose of the conversation and the flyer. We have to talk about this and be a little bit more diplomatic about our approaches to how we deal with one another. You just immediately on attack mode. And this is what I'm getting to. How much of this shit that y'all complaining about is y'all fault? That's a real question. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's a, a question- real question. That's what that's what nobody really wants to answer. Or at least it takes them a while to get there. Every it's always so easy to point the finger at what somebody else did and not take a look at okay, what did I do to allow myself to even deal with this bullshit? It's just like I said it before in another podcast. It's like you know how when people first get together and they're like, "Well, what happened with your last relationship?" And then the person answering the question will literally go on a rant about everything that's wrong with the ex. And it's like, look, I didn't ask you that because I, I care what the fuck your ex did. I actually let you know what the fuck I'm getting into. And you have not self-reflected on yourself one fucking bit. That's, what, that's what people don't do, man. It's, it's easier for people to play victim. And that's not just in relationships. That's just in everything. It's easier to play the victim. It's easier to say, woe is me. I personally would have referred her to Stephanie BJ. Look, beloved, mm, yeah, you got some Real deeper shit. issues that I can't help you. Like you, j- you bitter and you angry, honey. But see, when it when it becomes the name calling portion 
of the conversation. A lot of times, all that does is get thrown back up into the man's face. It's like now, instead of you owning the possibility that you are bitter. And first, let me dial back a little bit. I want women to know in general, it's okay to be bitter, but own that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to be heartbroken. It's okay to, you know, not necessarily appreciate the viewpoint of seeing the nigga you kind of, you know, gave birth to in a sense or, you know, built up from nothing. And you see him flourishing with somebody who hasn't gone through your struggle. It's okay to feel those things. But the process that it actually takes for you to understand what could have went wrong a lot of the times that nigga that went and moved on and was better for somebody else just couldn't fuck with you because of all of this shit that you don't own. You so busy building up your your spouses and your partners that you never even looked at yourself being flawed and fragmented. You're not looking at yourself. You probably do build up a lot of niggas. But what is it about you that makes you do that that you never pay attention to your own manufacturing of whatever it is? Like if you... If your heart is not put back together, what makes you not pay attention to that? If you're not strong enough to deal with another heartbreak, what makes you feel that way? Like, deal with that shit. Like, how are you manufactured when it comes to the relationship that you want to be in? But I, think I was frustrated as fuck. I can imagine. But I, I think it also goes back to what he said. Like, people don't want to self-reflect. People don't want to hold the mirror up to their face. It's easier to play victim and I I personally I'm a woman and I can honestly say that I've been bitter and I was one of those women that was like nah it wasn't me it wasn't me but it was fucking me but it took a lot for me to just sit back and be like yo this on me and people don't want to do that people don't want to own their shit they want to find every reason to blame everybody else and it's funny that you bring this up because earlier today my male best friend sent me a text thread. He was like, yo, read this. And he was dealing with this girl. She was just one of those people that, like, say if he needed a ride to the airport, if it was, like, within an, if it was within her sleeping hours, she'd be like, can you find somebody else to do it? But if she needed something, oh, he mm. better drop everything. So he told oh, yeah. something happened. So he told her, like, you know, I can't deal with you. Like, we have sex once a month because that's what you want to do. You don't want to have no accountability. Everything that y'all are saying right now, all she kept talking about is, are you sleeping with someone else? Tell me the truth. My pussy's still tight. Everything else (laughs) but acknowledging what he's saying. And when I read that, I was like, this broad is crazy. And he said it to her. He said, even here, like, you can't even acknowledge what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your big booty. I don't care about your tight pussy. Your personality is trash. It's trash. Mm-hmm. And see, mm-hmm. and people in, in that situation, she probably walked away thinking, all I asked for was for this nigga to do X, Y, Z. And he couldn't do it. He just didn't give a damn about me. And not sitting there thinking about the fact that you have nothing to offer outside of your tight pussy and your fat ass. And that's mm-hmm. it. And that 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 may get you to a certain point, but for anyone who actually wants more out of life, that's not getting you anywhere at no. all. So like and mm-hmm. and people don't understand that when 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 men value 
something more than just sex is something more than just physical a lot of women who aren't mentally prepared they don't know how to deal with that and then they take it as something's wrong with the guy nah nah sis something's wrong with you say that again Hayes. I say that for the people in the back i don't think they heard you say it again <laughs> <laughs> no nah, they heard me that that yeah. shit like for real like people just it, and it's okay and i think people are so afraid to own that they're not right because it's, it's looked at as like some like really bad thing like listen life is really just imperfect people trying to figure the fuck out the best we can ain't nothing wrong with yeah, with something being shit. wrong with you something's wrong with all of us but the difference is that those of us who realize that something's wrong with us we're trying we do try to do the correct things that we can over not overcompensate but that we can make better decisions or that we can manage our imperfections better. The ones that aren't mentally mature just try to hide their imperfections, whether it be pointing the finger at someone else or whether it be trying to overcompensate with the sexual, with the <laughs> physical thing. And it's like, man, shit. That's right. all bad. Now, I got another question though, but it's it's a flip on what we talking about because within the last couple of weeks, I mean we could say it. It's no disrespect to nobody. But you know, Hayes get the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like Hayes oh, is shit. <laughs> Hayes is that nigga. Here you know what go. I'm saying? You know. Here, Here we, we go. go. <laughs> nigga, I'm about to get in your ass, boy. It's coming. Nah. There's a point where, in theory, this is what women are saying. When when I say Hayes get the bitches, the women actually think this, right? This is just a joke between the family. But ultimately, this is the women that thinks this. Now, in theory, you will be considered a womanizer, but you will be considered a womanizer because of the woman's perspective of how other women treat and receive you, not because you did anything. That's huh? a fact. Wait, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I don't understand. I'm a woman and I don't understand what you mean. When when people see the type of attention Hayes get, now it's it's a lot from different arenas, different right. forms of social media. We see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you would think true. you would think that because the attention is what it is, it's something that he's doing. It don't necessarily have to be anything he's doing. It's just because of the perception. It's one man getting all of these women riled up. Whatever they do, if it's like a crazy DM, if it's a crazy pick, if it's, oh, well, she a little bit too flirty in her comments, if she says this or she does that, it's automatically blamed on him. It's kind of Kind of the same theory of when a woman is cool with a bunch of niggas, she automatically got to be a hoe. So my question is, like, is it because you view things a certain way that you miss out on experiencing genuine people or genuine things because you perceive things to be a certain way? Because men did all of these ridiculous things, you perceive every guy to do the same. When it could just be based on your perception, you might you might be seeing these things wrong, because Hayes might be the very person because he's around a lot of women may be able to help you understand some of the things that you are doing wrong as a woman. He hangs around women all the time; they're drawn to him. They tell him their problems. They talk to him about their secrets, all of these different things. But because you see all these girls just oh hey Hayes and. We make the jokes and stuff about the hive and things of that nature, but ultimately, he's just that person that the women tend to trust. It's not because 
he's knocking them all down. It's all in perception. So does that like does that qualify as the reason why you don't get to experience things a certain type of way because you're seeing it wrong? Who the women or Hayes? Both. Oh. Because Hayes? my thing if <laughs> like if I was bro and then you sitting up and you seeing these girls like well Hayes doing all of this and he got the girls going crazy or whatever. To me, and he know that he not doing anything, he might not say anything at all about it. He just might let it ride. But him letting it ride might be like him admitting it. You can't win or lose in this situation. I'm a, I, I feel like Hayes has lost a lot in this situation. Like, and I say that because, like, I've seen on the timeline, I... I let me go back. Let me go back. I can say like, and Hayes, I told you this. Like when Hayes first came on the scene, I'm like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? And you know, he started doing the thought pictures, and you know, like any any new kid on the on the block, you know, women are interested. Women are curious, and it's not like he ugly. Like if he was an ugly nigga, like nobody would care. You know what I mean? No, Versus, nigga. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't uh-uh. don't do that. What you mean? Don't do it's, that. If, nigga, if ugly niggas nigga, get love too, man. Hey, look. Not like Hayes. Not like Hayes is. Look, don't let your head get big because I ain't never gave you compliments <laughs> like this, Hayes. He's handsome. He's a good father. He got a good job. You know what I'm saying? Like, he works hard. Like, who wouldn't? You know what I'm saying? I ain't seen no ugly niggas on the timeline doing all that. All right, I'll give you that one this time. All right, all right. So, what I'm saying. But I'm so saying, like, like, it's nothing he doing. It's nothing he doing for real. Like I, I talk to this man on a regular basis. Nah, I disagree. I disagree. That's a, like you said. This question is twofold. I think Hayes flirts a little bit sometimes. He used to. He used to flirt. We just talking like Hayes ain't here. He used. I'm, to I'm about to give it to y'all. I'm just letting. I'm just letting <laughs> you have it. So go ahead. He used to flirt, but if you really pay attention to him, it's like a subtle flirt. And it's like bigging the women up. It's not nothing like, even though I say he put out these stop pictures or, or thirst traps or whatever, it's they're really not. It's just of his face. You understand? It's not like he's posting his dick on the, the timeline and you know what I mean? But I but it's still it's question. still like, up to you how you perceive it. Like my thing is when you look at somebody and you say, Oh, this is a person that likes attention, it's because you paying them attention. Or this is the person I want to give some pussy to. Or this is the person I want to suck their dick. That goes both ways. Like, let's, let's, if we're going to talk about it, let's keep it a bug, BJ. You know, well, you wouldn't know you're not a woman. Some women see men and be like, yeah, I, I want to fuck him. So it's But not why not just say that? Why put that on him? Because like, you got to play he... innocent. You got to play cute. That's what I wanted cute. to. That's what I wanted you to say. Like I want women to own that y'all know what y'all be doing when y'all do that. And Why? sometimes so y'all can that. Call us a whore? So y'all can say we a whore. Hey, shit, y'all calling us a whore? <laughs> you can call us a whore too. Hey, if a woman hits you up and like, let's say on the timeline, me and you, example, I'm rapping to you on the timeline, and I say, yo, I want to suck the skin off your dick. What you gonna say to me? I'm I'm gonna thank you for the compliment <laughs> and keep it moving. Um, you motherfucking lie, dude. Bro, you go, bro, you gonna go to her page. You gonna click on her profile. You yes. gonna go under the media tab and see how many pictures. And, that, she and, that, and that's not me. And honestly, right hand, right hand 
to God. The, the, and, and that's the thing that, that I think people are starting to realize about me. Is hey, that, you're not going to zoom in. Come on, stop it. You're not going to zoom in at least. Look, listen, look at the the, you, there, there will be nothing that you can say to me on a timeline like that, that then will make me go and look you up. There's nothing. There's there's nothing. If I do that, I'm not saying that I've never done that, but it's been because of a different type of conversation. It's never been because of anything like that, because I feel like that that's that's the easy. That's the low hanging fruit. If you come in like that, then I don't even like like I I, I know what I can get without without even needing to do all that. So if 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 I'm on, on some ex, if I'm on, on some extra stuff, I don't even need to do it at, at that point. That I only I would only go and do something if you've said something that has honestly caught my interest and I've been like, okay, that was a word. Then I'll go. Like at that point, if you're just on there saying like the uh, overt stuff, just flat out throwing it out there. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> no. There's no point in that. There's no point in that. So wait, wait. So I want to I want to clarify this. So when Men really don't want it if it's easy. I'm not. They no, don't. most they do. They no, don't. some some do. It depends on where they are in life. Because I'm talking about y'all. No, oh, that's so no. DJ, the reason, DJ. like the reason why not I bought DJ. this. No, oh, I'm <laughs> totally out the game. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> but the reason why I bought this up, it, and I'm not like, and I don't want people who are listening because ultimately we we deal with Twitter. This is not in reference to Twitter. This is when. We go through like Hayes's Insta, like Insta story, and he might post a question like, you know, to ask me something you want to know. And some chick would be like, can I just have you or like all of these things that I'd be seeing on his Insta story. You see the way I finesse the hell out of it, right? Yeah. And I, and I noticed that. And I always wanted to know, like, what do women get out of that? I ain't seen that. They, They say, can I have you? What the fuck they want to do with you? Yeah. He'd be posting the shit like, you know what I'm saying? And. You know, he keep a G for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't ever see him. What you said? I mean, honestly, I, 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 I turn it into a joke. Like what BJ's talking about. Like if the one he's talking about, I think I was like, uh, I posted like a picture, or a gif of a girl, like shaking her head. No. And then, uh, um, that, uh, Bishop song was hell to the no, no. That's, that's what I, <laughs> I, 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 I finessed that. I turned it into a joke and I turned it into a joke for the way of, I don't want to embarrass anyone but at the same time i think everyone at this point knows my uh sense of humor so it, it turned it turned something that could have possibly been serious into now something we can all laugh about and then mm. you know that's, but that's i just want y'all i just want you you know you internet women you know and you whores we we made it clear on the second episode that, <laughs> that our queens are queens but they hoes too <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gotta, y'all gotta kind of own this, like it's because I mean I know that this is kind of all over the place, but my thing is like it's getting to a point now where you're projecting your opinions and your views on people when they're not even warranted. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just a cool dude that's just you know utilizing his platform to spread his message, but then when he spreads the message and you see him getting the attention that he's getting, now you're trying to like take away the validation of what he's doing and saying because of the type of attention y'all bringing to him. You know what I'm saying? Or you looking at him and you saying, well, he can't be who he say he is because 30 chicks on Instagram just so happen to find this nigga attractive. That shit, that shit crazy at this point. That sounds personal. I think, I think the thing too is, is that 
people aren't used to someone who gets that type of attention but doesn't act on it and like the thing with and and avery said it too like i'm 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 me and the thing is that i i will never not be me i'm an asshole i joke i play i treat everyone the same and of course some people take that the way that they take it or whatnot but i've come to to realize i have this saying i say it all the time now is that whatever your thought or opinion of me is whether it's good or bad it's none of my fucking business when you really think about it it's none of my business so why am i gonna worry about it if it's yeah. not stopping my progress if it's not stopping the way i move if it's not stopping my money or stopping the way that i feed my family your opinion good or bad is none of my fucking business so i don't i don't weigh it like yeah keep it moving but i'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt you bj but hey to that bj if you have more questions please remember them but because you said that when did you come to that real realization because you just did a whole podcast i i sort of that's why i asked him that's why i asked him right well, no, my that, I wasn't. Ex- I didn't explain the damn thing. Like my, I was talking about my own self doubt. So that was something that I dealt within myself. As far as like what I explained and what I talked about, as far as like people questioning my numbers or uh, the fact that I came in, that wasn't me. They, they obviously they see it. And like I said, there the people that I don't fuck with no more. It's very evident who I don't fuck with no more that used to be in my circle. So I don't need to Do explain that. Why, why the announcement? It, why not just fuck them? Like fuck them? Because it's it's been that the thing the thing is is that it gets to the point to where it affects the people around me, not me, because I don't care. That's where I that's when I start having a problem because you can't affect me. There's nothing that any of these so called important want to want to act like they're celebrity ass podcasters that can affect me, but. When somebody on my team, when somebody around me, somebody that I actually do care about is affected by your bullshit, okay, now we have an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, Fuck I mean, that's, 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 that's interesting I... that, that's, no, because I think that is important. Like, sometimes you do have to address the bullshit when it does hit the surface. Because you have those people that will never speak up, and when one person drops off, they'll pick it up and carry it. So I want to like just make sure that everybody knows that this is where I stand at in this process. And I and I think that we also have to advocate the people that we stand next to too. Uh, when I listened, so I took that personal. I'm like, well, damn, like why would somebody try to discredit how hard this man is working and then the opportunities that not only he's trying to, you know, accomplish for himself, but also share with other people. You know, and then like, and you don't realize how like weaved it is when you when you kind of compare the two between like the personal relationships with people, their personal issues and baggage, and then business. Like they're kind of like weaved together in so many ways. You compare everything that looks a certain way to be that, and just because he gets attention, he gets attention for not only being figuratively attractive in the eyes of other women he's also providing opportunities he's also giving resources out he's also helping you to build your brand of content up he does a whole lot that involves women it's not just because oh he's a womanizer that's just what you're used to 
that's just what you've seen in these arenas because that's technically all you're looking for. And that's the point I'm trying to make. You trying to figure out your relationship and this podcast shit, and that, that ain't the time to do that. You trying to figure out your issue with your ex-boyfriend when you technically are in a business meeting and we trying to help you fix your raggedy-ass content. But and, I think and, it goes and, back to what we said. It's easier to play a victim. That's it's true. Yeah, it is. It's like, hard being haze. That's what that is. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> and the, the, this, the, but the shit was I had bad. one of the moments. I the definitely had one of the moments. I, I liked when you had your moment. No, nah, that. No, nah, that was bad for me, too. That was bad for me, too, because I was actually, like, angry. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, not to really get into no negative shit like that, but I just, like I said, I just want shit to, to look the way that it actually is. Like, I know how hard this man work, and I just want to put it out there in a more diplomatic way, even though we are unruly and we don't give a fuck about your feelings. You know, we need to talk about shit like that because it kind of bothered me that bro was in that position. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you be trying to do good shit, like, I know for me, I take it personal. The stuff that I be talking about on my show be personal. I done hurt some people to become this good dude. I done I done stepped in some mud and tracked the mud through your house. You know, the mud came off my shoes. I gotta own that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people be really trying to better themselves to help people. And all they focused on is they feelings, they they heartbreaks, they disappointments, they dispositions. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like, chill that shit out. This podcasting thing is really, like, the thing is, is that we should, in, in my opinion, if you're going to have a platform, use it to what you want to give back, not use it for you. Yeah, you may get the likes. Listen, that shit don't mean a fucking thing. You know how many thirsty-ass dudes like shit on Instagram, like shit on Twitter, just because it's an ass, just because it's a thigh, just because it's a titty? That shit does not mean that you popping. You not. You 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 are a bottom feeder. That's what the fuck you are. And that's cool. God just know, damn. just, just know, know, know that you're bottom feeding. Own that shit. That's cool. But but let let's be real about what it is, and nobody wants to be real. Every everything, everyone in this in this in this pattern family. This and I'm about to stop using the fucking hashtag because ninety percent of the people who are in the fucking pattern family, real talk, only started using that hashtag so that they, somebody else can retweet them. This is not a fucking popularity contest. I don't give a damn how much ass you're eating. I don't give a damn like the motherfuckers who post about the shit that they do constantly to try to to try to generate some type of buzz for your shit that just lets me know your shit and your platform is bull damn my nigga oh, wow. god damn <laughs> that nigga indirectly called you a peculiar looking bitch you know <laughs> we gonna we gonna go to another question my nigga okay. We, I think we, okay. Done, okay. Okay. we done ethered that question I don't even know how I didn't like cut that shit like 10 minutes ago I never All right. heard Hayes talk like that. Jesus. I don't really oh. create a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So this question for you, Ave. Oh shit. Let's get it. We're finna get into it. Do you learn men or experience men? Oh. I'm gonna say I learn them. I learn them. Um Yeah, I try to learn them. And I say I learn them because I have conversation. It's not like 
I this is my sound. Why can't I just be mature? I experienced the men that I want something else from. I learned the men that that, that I'm trying to learn from. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? Oh, that's real shit. That's real yeah. shit. Yeah. So um, I learned from men and the low hanging fruit niggas. I experienced. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty ass nigga. Mm, mm, mm. I asked that question though because um, you know how, you know how like when you're going through your like ninety day training on a new job or you know you have that moment where you, you're being like molded into what this particular entity would like you to become. Mm-hmm. I think that that has a lot to do with like the process of like dating, getting to know people. Um valuing friendship in opposed to like just going after what it is that you want. I don't think that we get to the people that we assess instances where we end up hurt or we end up, you know, now that they've made a decision to cut you off or label you low hanging fruit. Like you don't really get to learn who you're dealing with because everybody wants to expedite the process. And that's a real question. Like, I don't feel like the people that even in what I do, because ultimately, ultimately my heart is to help people, you know, um, I put myself on the chopping block a lot in my shows where I talk about all of the stuff that I've done wrong with picking friends. And, um, it's so much more to talk about, you know, I'm in a relationship with a lust issue. I'm going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm in, all of these different positions and I say this shit to help people. And then people will still look at you and say, well, damn, what, you know, he only do this or he said this or she like always trying to find something to pick apart when people are actually trying to be a resource to you. And maybe the reason why you feel the way that you feel is because you don't take the the opportunity to learn what is being offered to you. Learn to appreciate what is being distributed to you. It's not because you deserve it a lot of times that you get the opportunities you get. It's because you're favored. You're you're in the position to where a person is just generous enough to share what they have with you. Mm-hmm. It don't always mean that you deserve it. You know what I'm saying? So just looking at shit differently is really important in order for niggas to grow the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And But I, uh, I will say this, though, BJ, even though you're saying, like, um you know, what you're talking about and people, like, your lust issue and people are, like, picking it apart. Like, BJ, you gotta remember, I met you when you was the sidekick to Penrose. Right. And you weren't right. talking about nothing. Nothing. So it's like, to, to see you evolve to into the man that you are today, like, that's why I'm always so passionate. Like, Yo, you a star. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Like, because I've seen where you've come from and like how long it's taking you to get here. And that's why your shit is so dope because you're holding the mirror up to your face. And and the crazy thing about you, BJ, you so humble about your shit. You so humble. You you don't be knowing what Hayes be doing, poking your chest out and shit. Like you so humble and you don't realize like how talented you are. But that really like helping. No, the problem be is because me and bro be talking and he'll tell me like, bro, you need to show them like when you feel these like these ways you feel when you when you confused about why niggas got you fucked up, like show that, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But even in this process of being 
like tormented and wanting to cuss a nigga out and want to call a nigga a bitch, want to call a woman a bitch. Like sometimes I still want you to know that even with my frustrations, I'm still not going to be y'all and stoop to y'all level. But sometimes you got to get on their level. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it, and it gets hard, like, you know, to know that people still like, even with all of the shit that you do good, you know what I'm saying? Nipsey, Nipsey, all the shit you do good and niggas will still tear you down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it gets tiring after a while. It's like, well, why the fuck am I fucking with y'all? You know what I'm saying? And then when you say y'all and never say a nigga name, but a nigga take it personal. Like that's how fucked up niggas be. Like mm-hmm. I know who I'm talking about, but you don't. And you would just group yourself in that shit. That's how you know you fucked up. And, and a great example of that is the rant that Hayes just went on. He going to get some DMs. He going to get some calls. He going to get some subliminal tweets behind yeah. the shit he just said. Because a lot of people going to take that shit personal and think he talking about them. And that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Because, I mean, I made it clear who I was talking about. I'm talking about Instagram. Don't, I mean, but don't it, come it, to that man with that. If you feel a type of way about what was said, you come to everybody that said it. You know, but I just feel like it's fucked up that you discrediting a person because of what you perceived it to be and not what it really is. This nigga working hard and the niggas around him is working hard. You know, but I mean, hey, man, fuck it. Fuck all of that. Let's go to the next question. (laughs) This is to both of y'all. As an adult, who do you allow to see you naked? Not just in the physical sense, but like completely bare, vulnerable bitter detached disheartened like who do you let see you naked how do you judge that person to bear yourself in front of them go hey (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i'm i'm at the place now where i'm comfortable like all my faults my self-doubt my whatever I put it on display, like, and I, and you you can get it anyway. Like, whoever you are, you you can get it. If you ask me something, if I'm speaking on something, you're getting the raw, uncut, naked version of how I feel. Now, yeah. the, the side of me I I very rarely let anyone see is my anger, and that's not because I'm afraid to show it. That's because you motherfuckers, not you too specifically, would be afraid to see it. I've spent I spent my whole twenties getting a grasp on my anger so th- that that's a side that hopefully no one will get to see in, in cj's 30s because that shit is dark yeah mm. uh, i think for me who do i let see naked um now people closest to me uh you geronimo mm. uh my kids, family, uh, Stephanie, uh, certain people, everything ain't for everybody. Um, I used to be like that. I used to let everybody see me make it, you know. But people took And that millennial got a hold of you, you had to change it. Change it. Oh, wait. <laughs> she put on, on the neon tights. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, seriously, people took advantage of it, so I kind of like put my wall back up, and it's just like only select feeling. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a um, it's an interesting place to to be in when when you can't necessarily take back what you put out. 
And um, mm-hmm. for me, it's it's getting harder because I'm asking for a lot of shit that I'm not really even ready for. And I know I'm not, but I want to just challenge myself to step up to those things and those challenges. And um, even with asking the women to, um, you know, come forward and talk about some of their experiences, I realized that I got to own some of my own. And part of the reason why I want to talk to somebody versus just putting things out there is because I want I want people to gain perspective, like not just a person that you can say, yeah, I agree, but also having that moment to say, damn, I didn't see it that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because um, like I haven't been physically abused by a woman. Or even, you know, mentally abused by a woman. But in a way, I was sexually abused. And I realized that it didn't have anything to do with, you know, being tied down or doing anything against my will or being forced to do anything. I was manipulated to believe certain things that a woman told me. Like, women are just as much um, assailants in certain instances when it comes to sexual, mental, they can just verbal say abuse. they creeps, creeps, bro. Yeah. They're creeps, shit. And they don't own that. They don't own that. So we need to have a back and forth conversation about these type of things. And out of respect, like I always try to be politically correct, but now I'm really realizing that I'm in that corner where I got to fight out of it because it's like, damn, I'm doing all of this shit, and I'm showing y'all that I'm trying to be a bigger person. But you still get those certain things and those certain p- people that discredit the shit that you're trying to do. They even trying to discredit your growth and they seeing it. They seeing the shit. You know what I'm saying? So like being that vulnerable person and just saying what I'm going to say, doing what I'm going to do and not necessarily caring. It made me wonder, like, are the people around me comfortable doing that, too? Because being naked sometimes is like you can't take that shit back. When a person see you for who you really are, you can't take that back. Even if that's just like how, you know, you say that low hanging fruit. Are you okay with being that? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you cool? Have you even accepted that yet? Because that would tell you, that would tell you a lot about like why why your circumstances are the way that they are. Mm -hmm. And I don't knock you for it. I think you're still beautiful as low hanging fruit. But I, I mean, am I wrong for telling you that? You know, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm emotional as fuck on this show. I think that, you know, people criticize because they want other people to remain stagnant like them. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't heal what you don't reveal. And I feel like I've said this like 10 times this week. And it's the truth. If you can't own your shit and talk about your shit, like how you going to heal? Yeah. I personally don't want to podcasting is therapy in a lot of forms. You know what I mean? Like when I turn that mic on and when I'm speaking with certain individuals, like there's been times that I've cried because you know, I care for these people, just hearing some of these stories and just if people gonna criticize like the shit that you talk about, they need help. Like they need help. Like they're remaining stagnant. They don't want to evolve. They don't want to grow. Like Try something new. Who gives mm-hmm. a fuck about celebs? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. 
Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, everybody? Scoop Grady with the Petty News Report. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's living their best life and trying to be icons out here. Speaking of icons, Jaden Smith is set to play young Kanye West in a new Showtime series. Wait, how? Jaden Smith don't even look shit like Kanye. They really need to take their time and search for those people that's supposed to look like these characters. You know, like the dude that played Tupac. Look like Tupac. Dude that played Notorious. Look like Notorious. Um, Jaden look more like a for real. He don't look like no damn Kanye. But anyway, besides all that, yeah, I'm going to watch the show because it's very interesting. But it's going to be hard for me to look at Jaden as Kanye. I don't care if he got blonde hair or... You know, like, this is, no, they got the wrong person playing Kanye. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, salute to Kanye for the show, but, yeah, I don't know, Jaden. This Jaden's light-skinned. Kanye is like a, uh, a liquor bag brown. So, yeah, this won't work. Uh, we'll see how, we'll see when the show come out how this look. Next, Soulja Boy sentenced to 240 days in jail for violating probation. How the hell are you still violating probation out here? You got one job to do. You're rich. You ain't supposed to be doing shit. You can have everything come to you. How you getting caught out here, man? First of all, Soulja Boy, I guess you're going to have to kiss the girl through the phone once again. I hope you protect yourself while you're in there for those days. You're going to have to really Superman that hope. Man, I don't get how celebrities or anybody on probation violate their probation. You just don't give a damn. You just feel like you're invincible. You're going to do what you want to do. Yeah, bitch. Next. Rasby from B2K was arrested in Minneapolis for domestic violence. It is said that Rasby was arrested Wednesday for strangling his girlfriend. Now, I hope he I hope he get out in time to be a, a part of the B2K tour still. Like they still performing, they still touring out here. But I remember a long time ago he was really talking about how um mental health and how it is very important out here but man this is ridiculous man you over here beating up on your girl and stuff dog like i can't respect that man like you need some help you really need to go see a doctor bro for real and last but not least a petty question of the week and the question is this ladies how many chances do you give a man before you really say it's over i really want to know because y'all give us hella chances you know what i'm saying but uh that is the petty question of the week how many chances do a man gets before a woman is really done with him and that is all we have for the petty news. This is Scoop Great. Thank you all for listening to Awaken Soul. Be cool and wash under your arm. Um, but I want to get back to. I'm sure you got another question, but you know I got to think about it. I got to ask this shit. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Why do I think as men, it's not discussed when you guys are sexually abused? Because we romanticize it. You know, mm-hmm. we. I mean. I'm going to tell it on this show. Fuck it. Um, I got, I feel like I was sexually abused by an older woman. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I met this chick when I was about 20. She was like. like every bit. And um, I met her. I met her. We was working at a, a retail store and she was married, but she was like on the outs with her husband. So we had this conversation in the break room, just like small talking, you know, it's an hour lunch break. And at the end of the conversation, she say, you know, you mature for your age. I feel like I can talk to you about anything. That was a seed she was planting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Making me feel like I'm greater than what I am. But I didn't get it. I'm young. So we go like 
maybe two or three months just talking, 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 talking every day at work. Finally, she invited me over. I ain't think nothing of it because we never even talked about her husband. So um, she invited me over. We getting comfortable with each other. You know, I'm telling her my secrets. She's telling me her. And then um, it was a night. Every night we would like hug each other goodbye. But on this particular night, she kissed me goodbye. And I was uncomfortable because I'm, not, I'm still not thinking this 40-year-old woman is like manipulating me to like just sowing little small seeds into my spirit, making me interested, making me want to spend more time with her. She, she encouraged me. She empowered me. You brilliant. You smart. You this, you that. All right, cool. So this one instance, she just like jumped on me and I was cool with it because I'm thinking, okay, well now it's to a point where we done crossed that threshold and I'm cool with it. We had that first experience. It was cool. But then it got like a little deeper. It was one night she um, was cooking in the kitchen and she had on like this real nice little panty and bra set. She comes to me. She stands in front of me and she said, rip these panties off. Right. I'm still young. I haven't had that much experience sexual at all. So I'm still young. I'm struggling to tear the panties off. She tear them for me and she showed me how to tear them at the seams. She's training me to be like aggressive. And, she, and while she's doing it, she's saying men know what they want. They take charge. They do this. They do that. And she's showing me how to tear panties off and stuff. And then just so happened, she come over again and she tried it again. Tear these off. I finally get it. Then she take me to the mall and she picks up like a couple of pairs of panties, a couple bras, whatever. And she threw them at me and made me pay for them. It's training because everything that you destroy, you should be able to replace. You know, you you mess a woman's hair up in the bedroom. You pay for it to get done. It's like power. She's like establishing me through this whole process. Right. So finally. It got to a point her and her husband started working shit out. She started minimizing me. This is what I get for fucking with young niggas. This is what I get for this. I'm sick of this. You too young and all of this. Now, you built me up, then tore me down, then sent me back into the world to deal with the women my age with the experience that a 40-year-old woman taught me. I messed with this girl, and I showed her everything that this 40-year-old woman taught me, and she wasn't ready for it. That girl came to me as a grown man and told me, you made me grow up. Before I was ready to. And that shit sat in my spirit for years. I felt like a predator. That woman ain't going to take responsibility for that shit she did to me. She not going to own that shit. The world don't speak for them niggas. It's women that have raised some of these predators out here. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, this shit, this shit is tactical. This is warfare. This is psychological warfare. That woman ain't owning that she not happy with this grown-ass nigga that's not holding down his responsibility. She used the young nigga in his stead. Built the young nigga up. Tore the young nigga down. Sent them back out into the world with little to no resource as to even how to understand 
or process what she just gave him. But I fuck around and I'm too aggressive and now I'm a rapist. Hell no, I don't think I did nothing wrong. This old ass woman taught me this shit. Everybody want to say, oh, niggas should know better. Niggas know how to do this, this, and this, but don't know how to take responsibility. What about you bitches? And that's exactly what y'all are, because y'all dog niggas too. Y'all female dogs. What about you bitches? We, we can't speak on what we go through because we looked at like we small. We looked at like, oh, you supposed to be a leader. What about the fact that it's been age old rumors that women are supposed to be more mature than men? Why don't you use that for good? You know that nigga. You don't know no better. I've been abused. I ain't have a problem with it when it happened. But it took me, it took for that young girl to come to me and say, look, you made me grow up before I was ready to. I wasn't doing none of that shit you was doing. And technically, I wasn't doing none of that shit before she showed me. That was just my last account. And she knew I wasn't making as much money as her. She was working at that job for years before I showed up. I'm just a young nigga working in the meat department. My check went banging like that. You going and buying five and six bras and you throwing them at me. Huh, buy these for me. And then give me a lesson in the car on the way home. That's what men do. Men take charge. Men do this. Men do that. So as a young nigga, I'm like, oh, she giving me game. I took that shit and victimized somebody else potentially. What if I did just so happen to be too aggressive? Who the fuck hold women accountable? I'm sorry, y'all. I ain't mean to. No, no. I, uh, you, no that's a real I mean, question, though. Yeah, that's I mean, I think. real question. I think our silence is more in the fact of, like, that was silence and support letting you get your shit off, bro. Um, because that was, that was, a, that was a word. Like, I don't, I don't really know. I know that's the saying now, but I don't know what else to say to it, man. I want to thank you for sharing that, first off, because ain't too many people who are going to share that perspective. And that's not one you're going to hear too often. But damn. Nah. Like and this like and I'm in a relationship with my girl. I'm telling my girl this shit. I don't know if my girl even comfortable with what, what I'm saying. You know, I'm tell like as a man in a relationship, you tell your girl you got a lust issue because I don't really know how to feel about what the fuck done happened to me. It's still stuff in our relationship with all due respect that I still don't even take advantage of because I'm still holding that shit in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to just take shit from her that I don't deserve. I earn everything in my relationship to this day. So for you to see something that I'm trying to do positive for women and I'm trying to grow the fuck up, even in my trauma, and you tell me that all niggas are the same, you disrespecting me. Now you wonder why I'm calling you a bitch. Bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I I mean, I, I've been holding on to this shit for so long. I've been telling her like, Babe, I got to talk about it. I got to tell this shit. And she like, look, in your own time. And thank God she don't judge me for this shit. But niggas be going through real shit. And it's minimized because, you know, we want to look at it as, oh, well, men don't complain about shit like that. But let's just say I took that training too far. You know, 
I could have took that shit way too far. And it ain't even my fault that I got that knowledge. A woman gave me that shit. I done tore many pairs of underwear to learn how to, to be aggressive in a way that I'm not even comfortable doing now. I can't even do that in my relationship now without being traumatized. And I make 10 times as much as I was making back then. So I definitely can do all of that shit without even having to think about it. But it's just the trauma of it all. Yeah, it's, it's, it turns women on. It's, it's enticing. It, it evokes passion, yes. But look how it was administered to me. Who the fuck answers for that? And this is why, this is why my show was called Change the Subject. Stop blaming niggas for everything. Change the fucking subject. It's you too. Y'all, man, y'all talk about something for me. I need to, I need to get out of this shit here. Because this shit starting to make me frustrated. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, my bad. I, I, I'm going to say this, BJ. I don't you shouldn't feel frustrated and and i'm gonna say like here recently i've been getting a lot of dms from men saying the same thing you're saying like our voices are minimized we don't have no voice that's why i started using the hashtag like black men voices matter yeah you know what i mean like it's it's important for you to talk like don't walk around holding that shit then and I've told you for a long time, I really think that you, you need to sit down with a therapist because you hold a lot of stuff in. A lot, not just you, but a lot of men. Oh, it's okay. I'm just going to work through it. I'm just going to work through it. Man, this this will pass. This will pass. But all yeah. you're doing is adding more shit on to all the trauma that you got. Then going out in society, worried about if you're going to come home safe. Like, it's just too much. We all have mental health issues, whether we want to admit it or fucking not. We all got something wrong with us. So it's like, don't feel bad. Like, don't get frustrated. Talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I had to I had to figure out like ways to to deal with it because it made like that. I mean, that whole conversation with that young lady, you know, her telling me that. I was in a relationship when that conversation was had, you know what I'm saying? And to a person to tell you, you know, of course she has to been, you know, she had to have been doing her own, you know, self-care in order for her to, you know, come forward like that. Because I mean, initially the conversation started off cordial, you know, um, I don't hate her. We didn't end on bad terms either, but um, just her sharing that, I think what she wanted to establish was, just in case you're doing another woman like that, you know, because I am very aggressive and um, I'm not a person that doesn't know how I feel. Like I know how I feel. So I don't have a problem telling you, no, fuck you. Like I don't have an issue. Like I know before you even get half of your question out, like what my answer is going to be. So I think that she knows that and she shared it and, um, I even asked her, I said, so are you telling me that you believe that I raped you? And she said, no, you know, but depending on how you're being received by women who aren't ready, it could be manipulated to be that way. And, um, I've spent, you know, I mean, we still talk from time to time. It's not 
frequent, but um, I just want to take the opportunity to impress upon other people that, you know, these experiences are the reason why I can't talk about pop culture. There's so much other shit to talk about. And I feel like these things coming to me is what allows me to help other people deal with what they deal with. And, and luckily, you know, she doesn't hold that shit against me. And I told her that I'm going to tell it. I'm going to talk about this on my show. You know, um, I've gone to other women asking them, have I done this to you? By the grace of God, all of them said no. You know, like, and this is all while being in a relationship, you know, and I respect my queen. Like, I, I to this day, it's just like, she tells me all the time, it's a layer to you that I still have not seen yet. And she's absolutely right. But like, y'all podcast for, for reasons that, God bless you for what you're doing, but I got a purpose, man. I got a point to prove. Like, all niggas ain't the same. You know, like, that's why That's why when you get shit like the unruly creators, man, y'all talking about the same shit 50,000 other niggas talking about. Let's talk about how y'all do niggas around. Let's talk about how y'all don't support niggas when they are trying to do right. Let's talk about how much time you spend talking about Steve Harvey and not even big enough the women that's trying to help y'all. There's so many women out here trying to empower y'all. You know, y'all so focused on if if the credible information is coming from a light-skinned woman versus a dark-skinned woman. Y'all don't, like, y'all got so many issues with all of the shit that don't even matter. Are you receiving the help? Oh, well, you know, I don't know, man. Her experiences are different than mine because she's light-skinned. The woman's telling you the truth. You have to know how to decipher the truth. And, you know, like, I told y'all, like, I had a whole lot of shit on my heart when we was in the DMs talking about today. Like, I had too much, and I ain't mean to turn shit into this. I really didn't, but I just seen it going in that direction, and I've been, like you said, I've been holding that shit. Stop apologizing, bro. Like it's clearly, clearly, you. clearly been Thank on your spirit. You. you ain't gotta apologize for a damn thing. Like, who, who, what you apologizing for? For sharing your story? For sharing something that putting a voice to things that men don't speak about or that aren't spoken about on their behalf either? Man, don't you dare apologize for nothing like that. Um, and it's important. I think there's there's gonna be a lot of growth from what you just shared alone once it once it reaches the public so no nah, man you ain't got nothing to apologize about fuck all that other shit it doesn't matter what we have planned for tonight because hey just because of what we came together to talk about that don't mean that that was our purpose in coming together and i think that that was just made clear by what you said man and I, man hats off to you brother i love you man like seriously even man, i love you too bro i love you too like and, and i that's, love and everybody that's <laughs> No, nah, fuck everybody else. Fuck up, dog. Yeah. <laughs> man. What are we talking about, man? I need y'all. I need y'all to raise, yeah, let's raise um, the bar up. Yeah, Ave says she has some stuff for tonight. What you got, Ave? We covered it when I kept interrupting. We oh. covered it. I wanted to talk about the show that you had dropped. And, um, man, this was heavy. Like, I feel like. Like BJ just dropped everything that I heard this week. So it's just like in my DMs. I just 
It's hard yeah. out here for it's not hard. just y'all. It it it's it's it, it's hard out here. It's just, it's, and, it's hard. and that's the thing that we need to do. And I think that and like Ave, I love what you did with your last show with Chris Christopher and stuff. Like the thing is, is that it's hard out here for everyone. And I think that once, like, like we talked about last week, let's stop worrying, making about who has it worse. Like, everyone has it hard. Everyone has it hard. Everyone has their own shit that they're dealing with. And once we stop making it seem like our shit is worse than somebody else's shit and just realize we got dealt a shit hand, we're trying our best to work through it, That that's, that's where the growth is going to come from overall. Like, what you talking to Harrison and him hearing about divorce from the man's perspective, I ain't, as many podcasts as I listen to, I ain't never heard a man talk about divorce like he talked about. It's Ever. always women. Ever. And that shit was powerful. Ever. I think, um, now that don't mean y'all go find some divorce shit to talk about. No, um, <laughs> I think that, um, <laughs> it's, what I do is hard coming from a woman because I came across a podcast by some, with some gentleman, I forgot their name, but they do, you know, they talk about men's stuff. Um, but I think the, the beauty of what I do, and a couple of guys had told me this, is just like, I finally get to talk with a woman and she listens. Mm-hmm. Like, she's listening to what I'm saying. And I think that's what I want the women that are listening tonight to take away. Like, men just want you to listen. They don't give a fuck how fat your ass is. They don't care how tight your pussy is. They don't care what you can do behind a closed door. They don't care how much money you make. They don't care if you're trying to fly them out. Mm-hmm. They just need to be heard. And I feel like if we could listen and hear y'all, we could come together as, as one. Yeah, but I think because sure. we have that breakdown where we're not listening, you know, we're so busy trying to be combative. Like, well, I had to do this and I had to do that. But if we just took that, that second just to step back and listen to what y'all got to say and, and then have a dialogue about it with no judgment. Because we, you, I, I must speak for me. I, I was a woman at one point in time with my baby father um, where I would, when he say something to me, I'd be judging like a motherfucker. And I'd let him know what I'm thinking. You mm-hmm. stupid motherfucker, like da 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 da, and that's like where Soul of a Hustler came. It's based off the relationship with my kid's father, because I too was that woman. You know what I'm saying? So I can't talk about something I ain't never did, or I never was. Yeah, I've been a crazy baby mama, jumping through the window, out the window, breaking in houses, fucking people. Up. You know, I, I did it all. We that know. To listen to one another. <laughs> I just want us to listen to one another. What, what you mean? We know. I'm an angel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So was it's... Lucifer. Don't forget, Lucifer was an angel. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Real shit. I, you know, I really appreciate how, when it comes time to to be open and honest, like you can, you can kind of tell who, who's being real. You know what I'm saying? Like you can look at so many different areas of like certain people's being like if you you can tell who's being honest and um i felt like i felt like harrison was being honest you know what i'm saying like you can you can see how it was like slight pauses before he answered he wanted to make sure that he communicated 
you know what I'm saying? Like the things that men do feel. I think that we, I think like back to that training, like we're trained up to believe that real men get married. Some real men don't, you know, some real men know that they're selfish and they know that they don't have the patience to build with anybody but themselves. Like, um, don't establish men to be real or realistic to you only based on what you expect from the men that you deal with. He's still very much a man. He just doesn't want to get married. Um, he's still very much a man because he decides not to have children. Like he doesn't have to want what you want in order to be real. And that's the thing that I took from so many different things um, this week and just listening to shows and, um, I appreciate how honest men are becoming because we actually are tired of the shit. You know, like um, it's 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 really hard to wake up in the morning and purpose yourself to be better every day, and have those same people that you love saying niggas ain't niggas ain't niggas ain't. And I know it's the same thing for women too. You know, like um, but we're not I, talking I, about them. I hate when we do that. I hate when we do that. We're not talking about women right now. We're talking about men. We're talking about BJ. Like, we don't right. have to follow up with that. Like, have your moment. And let me add this in, too. Men aren't just fucking providers. Real shit. Real shit. Who provides for the provider? That's the question that people don't... That's the question. That's yeah. the question. And I want y'all motherfuckers to answer that shit. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It, it should it should be mutual just because men are the providers or the protectors. That doesn't mean that men still don't need to have things provided to them. That doesn't mean that men still don't need sometimes to be protected emotionally that we need our women to be able to help strengthen us. Sometimes I think so many people mm -hmm. focus on like I have to be strong. I have to be this. I have to be that. And we, we talked about that last time we did an episode together, mm -hmm. too, that sometimes it's okay you should be able to go to your spouse you should be able to go to your significant other and be like hey babe this is how i'm feeling and open mm -hmm. up and pour out and then so many people they they aren't ready for that they they are, are they look for a man to pour into them but then when it's time to pour back into that man they they're stuck looking like hey uh you ain't supposed I, I, shit i ain't got nothing for you and that that's that's an issue and that is something that i hope that in doing these episodes and doing the other the shit that bj's doing avery the stuff that you're doing hopefully people are starting to realize that that men are multi-layered we can still be your protector that doesn't mean we don't need you as well so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think that i'm sorry go ahead just go ahead I'm that for go. a moment like, like men are our protectors the thing that always boggles my mind about that, like, don't y'all be scared? Like, if something's going on downstairs and she's like, babe, go look. Y'all are walking into the unknown. That and we can't even think about that. We can't no. even think about that. I mean, I like to fight, so that's moments that I, I live for. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just thinking, too, like when we say how, you know, we need to establish the support system for the man. Um, I wonder, do women ever think um, kind of the the obverse perspective, if that is the way to put it, 
you know how like typically when women talk about men that's always in the street, he a street nigga, he this, he that. And they always tend to look at him as if he's um he's behaving less than the expectation. Um, is it possible that a man stays in the street and grind because he absolutely has no resource in you? Like when you look at your man and you know, he always trying to get that extra, he always going for that, you know, he gotta grind, he gotta get it, he's always away. And in some instances, I know that there are some selfish men, but in like in having perspective, is it possible that the resources that he depends on the most are simply because he has no resource in you? You know, it's always like when, you know, when the money is low, well, what we gonna do? But we ain't working. We ain't coming up with solutions. We not being tactical about the responsibilities. Is it possible that the reason why some men are selfish and actually go the hardest for money is because they don't see any resource in their partners. That's, that's, that's a, a in, interesting perspective. I've, I've honestly never even thought about that to like give you a full fledged answer right now. That's deep. Um, I think I think there's there's there there could be a few different reasons for that. Yeah, it could be that they don't have a resource in their partner that they have to put it all in their back and just make something happen. But also, mm-hmm. I think some people define themselves in what they can obtain rather than than like mm-hmm. their character. It was yeah. so mu- it's so yeah. much perspective put on, and just look in our community. I'm keeping this in in the black community. So much put on. What you got on your feet? What you wear out? What you want? How 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 good is your woman's uh, nails and hair done? And all this bullshit. And motherfuckers not even thinking. All right, yeah, I got on the flyest, whatever, the newest, whatever you want to call it. Put it on. I got it on. But when I go home and I take that shit off, I'm beating the shit out of my wife and kids. So what the mm-hmm. fuck does that really mean? When I when I when I when I go home, I'm 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 mentally and and morally corrupt as fuck. So what does that really mean? Like the the motherfucker who's sitting there with nothing, sometimes be the person who really has everything. Yeah, facts, facts. I, I, that that is so true. We put so much value in. Oh, girl, he came and picked me up in the C class. Oh, girl, he's an engineer, and he be just as empty as a motherfucker inside. And it's just, it's just sad. It's just. Yeah, it really is because you realize those people that have that stuff are merely just trying to be important to other people. Mm-hmm. They're lacking in other areas. So they lacking in so many. many. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think even Chris um, talked about it on the episode, like how he put his wife through grad school. Cash. Yeah, and cash. He said she wanted a divorce. Hmm. Run me back and, my money. God damn. You know, and, and that take a real nigga to not even, you know, like soil in that, like, you know, mildew in that situation. Like he not like he didn't sound bitter when he said it, you know, he just he took it on the chin and kept pushing. Like who commends that man? You know what I'm saying? For for not being malicious to another woman for what another woman put him through. Like who commends him for that? You know, that shit crazy. And now I she gets, they feel like, you know, mm. you know, how some women say don't 
what is what is it? Don't applaud men for what they have to do. Or what they should be doing. Yeah, what they the should expe- be doing. Yeah, the expectation. Yeah. And listen, ladies, I don't want y'all sending me no DMs or nothing like that. I'm not bashing y'all. I just, my mind is just a little Some different. of y'all need to be bashed. Fuck that. No way. Some of you y'all. queens is bitches, okay? <laughs> like... Some of you queens is let's, bottom let's, feeders. Let's, let's, let's just, just be real. Some people deserve it. But that everyone needs a spanking from now now and again. Like, and Hayes has been in spanking mode lately, I guess. I just. <laughs> but you also have to. Re- and I guess I look at it in another way. Like, not just women, even the men, you know, I feel like something happened to them in their life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I'm not even on trip. I'm going to wish you well. Like, if you want to continue to be bitter, be bitter. Like, if you're not going to catch the gems when you're listening to these shows and try to change for the better, like, I can't make you. You have to want to change. But a lot of people, it's, it's the trauma from their childhood. And they're just stuck. they just stuck. And they don't know how to change. They feel like they are the answer. Like, it's just so many yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm just happy that we're trying to blow. We own our shit. You know what I mean? And it's just like that's all we can do. Yeah. I don't think niggas talk like we talk though. You know what I'm saying? Like we we go like past like past that, you know, that 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 I guess it's like the the barbed wire fence of mm-hmm. a human being. Like we we jump that we jump over there to see what's on that side of ourselves. And, you know, I really do feel a lot better now that I finally got that off me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when I tell y'all, it's been like, like this whole time of like change the subject as a brand. I've been telling myself, I got to build that up. I got to talk about that. I got to tell somebody about that because they look at us wrong. They don't, they're not being fair to us in regards to abuse. And I've, I've been holding that since episode one. Like, and I'm preparing myself all the way back that far for this moment. You know what I'm saying? When really I've been prepared. You know what I'm saying? I, I had everything kind of figured out. I had enough, you know, and I have enough people around me. Like, Stephanie is a blessing to me. True, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the stuff that she just says and just mm-hmm. those 60 minute videos, she'd be talking to me. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she like those type of relationships that I've been able to acquire from what I do. Um, her always telling me when when I say these type of things, keep going. Like she's always that that source of, you know, understanding and encouragement. You know what I'm saying? Her and hype for that matter. Like, Mm -hmm. keep doing that. Keep talking about that. Like, women are starting to come out and, like, look, keep talking about this. You know, but I I really didn't have a way to set that up. But, I mean, today just felt like, fuck it, just go for it. You know what I'm saying? And I really do feel better. But, um, I don't want to get to a point where in my pain, I start doing what I believe these women that, that we're talking about are doing. Like, because you experience certain things now, you reduce yourself to calling them names and stuff. I mean, I have referenced a few bitches, but I'm talking about that female dog that abuses men. That's a definite, definite, like that's a, a, a term. That's a 
dictionary term. That's definitely a thing. It's not me calling you a name. You are a female dog. You dog niggas out. You dog men out. You disrespect kings. Like, this is that moment for me to address who you are to me, just like y'all do men. Men are trash. Men are this. We got the, we have to own these things and talk about it. Why do you feel this way? Why do you feel this way about me? What have I done to you? Like people don't even ask them questions. You know, we don't even we don't even call each other up and say, "Look, man, why are you mad at me?" It'd be like, "Fuck that nigga." You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking. But we need to we need to like establish those bridges and barriers to have these kind of conversations and, you know, I hope y'all niggas, I hope y'all niggas receive this shit because this was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna receive this shit. Oh, they ain't got they no gonna... choice. They ain't got right. no choice. They ain't even got a sign for it. We just gonna leave it at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> well, sh- yeah, it, it always is when us three get together. So, God damn, y'all niggas, man. Y'all be backing me in the corner with these shows, hey, man. Like, damn. Listen. I don't don't I don't receive that. That's the nah, that happened naturally. <laughs> God damn. So um May 4th, are you gonna tell everybody they better buy t- tickets before I punch them in the face? <laughs> May 4th. <laughs> we don't have many tickets left, but May 4th going down in DC. The Love Us and Badass Show live show. Matter of fact, I think by the time this drops, it'll be like the weekend of the show. So this may no. or may not even yeah. matter. But nonetheless, uh, definitely go and check the show out. If you missed it, you missed out. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Growth, man. Yeah, that's gonna be some crazy shit too. AJ <laughs> gonna cut up. CJ <laughs> gonna cut up. You know what I'm saying? There's gonna be titties out. There's gonna be yams out. All kinds of fuckery, and I'm, I'm telling. I ain't you. got nothing to do with that. <laughs> nothing. Not a damn got nothing thing. To do with that. Nothing. He's telling everybody he's drinking water. Water. <laughs> and pineapple juice, huh? Okay. Listen. Be Let's go ahead and move on. Tell, tell them. Fuck, fuck y'all. We done. We done. We gone. Don't even. You, you bastards know where to follow us at this point. I, I fuck that social media shit. We out for the night. Peace. Right. Damn. <laughs> Fuck you, bottom feeder ass bitches. What's up, y'all? Yo, this is Dame Dash, the CEO. Here to welcome y'all to the Dream Team. What y'all niggas thought I was gonna rap? Never. I'm just a little mad at niggas coming at my neck like my teammate, the best in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't got beef. Same if
these niggas thought about they self for a change Then maybe they could finally figure out how to get they self some change I done seen jealousy make niggas do terrible things Now the song go and do a whole Oh yeah, shit'll never change Not so worry though, we are the champions Spend a lot of time in Hampton, young Do a lot of beats, you can't be young Damn, all these fans can't be wrong Damn, B.I.G., you can't be gone Make those beats thugs wanna rock Make a nigga feel just like pop Make it street, but it just might pop Make it straight to the mountaintop had to shout on lock when they finally heard a sound with rock. Came in the game, changing the game, change straight from damn yeah. If you feel like this here, then your fucking hands in the air. It's the Rockefeller label, baby. It's the mother labels, baby. And we've been ducking shots from all them haters lately. We getting paper, baby. The mother's trying to keep up. We on top, so I guess we they save us. Nope, we labeled as the Rockefellers. Jacob, watch us colors everywhere. Hell yeah, touch us in the gauges. Blow, fuck they hate.